Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Make sure that you share our videos, please. Uh, first of all, we're getting clamped down on, and uh, we do need to get the word out. And please subscribe. I know a lot of you have been unsubscribed. Please resubscribe because it brings people to us with the algorithm that they use. And we need the sound of marching feet to overcome what's going on. And we need them quickly. So please do that. Um, we are brought to you by this great product here. I love this. We call it trimwithdave.com. It's belly trim by BioTrust, as you can see. And it has the ingredient in it called CLA. And you know what CLA does? It is slow to accumulate fat. It's fast to burn it. And it's the magic ingredient of fat loss right now. And it's present here. I took this product when I was immobile and really couldn't work out like I had been. You know, couldn't swim, couldn't run, had a hard time lifting because I couldn't brace the foot. And I took these pills and I started losing weight. It was incredible. So... I would recommend you give this a try. They guarantee the results with a really, really generous discount while supplies last. Go to trimwithdave.com. That's trimwithdave.com. Okay, I'm going to try to be as factual and unemotional as I can. I don't want to live in a country that's in civil war. Absolutely do not want to do it. If things got bad enough, people ask me, would you? Well, yeah, if it's a matter of defense of my family, yes. But I have no desire. As they say, what do they say in fighting? Uh, too old to fight, too fat to run. Um, so I have no desire. Do I still train? I hit the heavy bag. <laughs> I don't know how that translates into combat any longer. I don't do a whole lot of martial arts training anymore. Occasionally I'll kick a bag in a gym. But um, I don't want to do it. But things are being taken away from us. And what I see in the country now is civil discourse that's uncivil. We have near fights breaking out in Congress. We had two Congress people. One of them was Kevin McCarthy, walks by a congressman, give an interview at NBR, and elbows him in the kidney. And the NPR reporter said so on her Twitter account. Kevin McCarthy tried to downplay and deny it. No, he attacked the man. And, and the man won't even file ethics charges, and he should. And then there was the uh, Senator Mullen and um, the head of the Teamsters. What a thug he is. But Mullen lowered himself to his level actually challenged him. Well, the guy originally challenged Mullen to a fight in print, and Mullen says, anytime. That's not the way a senator is supposed to behave. Congressmen attacking each other, 
We've got senators that are banging on each other verbally, almost leading to a physical altercation. Both men got out of their seats. Bernie Sanders nearly had a heart attack because it was his committee, and he was trying to oversee it, and not without much luck. He he didn't do very well. And then we got 300,000 pro-Israeli protesters at the White House. A couple days before, we had about 350,000 Palestinian supporters. We've got Antifa, we got BLM, we got groups that have promoted violence extraordinaire. And incidences of road rage are breaking out everywhere. And I can tell you why. And I bet you can tell me why, too. People feel trapped. We're trapped in a system run by a government that doesn't give a crap about the people. And the people have come to realize it in bigger numbers. The frustration that boils up in this country is taking everything away from us. They want to take away our cars. They want to take away our freedom. They want to censor everything we say. They want to control where we live, what we say. You know, people have had it. More and more people have had it. And they may not have the depth of understanding about, okay, this group versus this group, and this is their agenda, and it's the UN and World Economic. A lot of people don't know this. But what a lot of people know is they see a government that hates them doesn't just not serve them, but they look at the government as someone who despises them, works against their interests. Low-skilled workers, yeah, they're bringing in all the illegals to take our jobs. Imagine how they feel. Middle-class workers, oh, yeah, they're hiring 80,000, 87,000 IRS agents. And what are they going to do? Oh, they're going to audit my taxes. Oh, no, it's just for the wealthy. Oh, really? That's why they needed 87,000? People are pissed. I've never seen this. And I've mentioned this before, road rage, all time. You just go out and rush hour traffic. You know, I've learned the old engagement. Remember when uh, road rage started back in the 80s and the cocaine years, cocaine introductory years in, in Los Angeles? And you're taught, don't look over at the guy next to you. You might set him off. When someone honks at you, don't respond. When they flip you off, just have a nice day and just move on or don't even engage him at all. We used to get all that advice, and now we're going to have to go back to it. People have lost it. And I'm even seeing incidences of police abuse. I was watching this channel on YouTube called Lackluster, and I think most police try to do their best to uphold the law. And they're human beings like anybody else, and they're subject to emotional response. We all are. But I think overwhelmingly our police do a fine job. But there seems to be an increasing number of police who are just hostile angry and we see because the job is so put upon by special interest defund the cops are pigs they're all bad people they murder unarmed people i mean these are the things that get said and you take the exceptional case and the left is trying to make it the rule this is really how it is with one exceptional case really would you like the world to judge you on your worst day yeah exactly that's my point But, ladies and gentlemen, we are now at the boiling point. And I'm going to get to the punchline here, and we're going to talk about it. My second undergraduate degree in a dual major was history. And I was really lucky I took it in combination with my other undergraduate degree, which was sociology. And I was able to get societal organization ideological and philosophical belief systems, and my knowledge of history. And I started to form some conclusions 
And everything I do now in this job really reinforces my education. Unfortunately for me, I was educated before the 70s were over, at least with my undergraduate. And um, I had professors who could teach me. They weren't restrained by rules of wokeness. You must be politically correct. Equity for all. Didn't have that. I had amazing professors. They were reasonable. If you had a question, you'd go talk to them. If you challenged something on a test, they'd sit there and dialogue with you. Um, I was really, really fortunate. Today, um, I just look at my son's undergraduate experience. He went to a good school, but he had a few professors that just were total jerks, total buttholes in the way they treated students. The language was foul. One used to come in every day and F Trump. That's not what undergraduates need to hear. It's still kind of an impressionable age when you're 18 through 22 and you're hearing someone come in, espouse their belief to a captive audience. That's a bunch of crap. And it was just an individual that was unhinged and always angry. If it had been high school, I would have gone and talked to him. You know, son's in college or was in college. Then, you know, you have to let him deal with it as a man. And, and I told him, I said, can you get by? Yeah. Yeah, I can get by. Okay. Well, then just let it go in one ear and out the other and just deal in content. But it just goes to show you how unhinged we're becoming. Incidents of domestic violence are up, and that's usually tied to a failing economy. Those two things correlate together. If one measure rise, so does the other. And so we have pissed-off spouses, and pissed-off spouses make crappy parents. And then we have uh, kids carry that into schools. I don't know if you saw the the video. I, I will not show it. I was so horrified. And people were making this into a racial issue, and it's more of a lack of parenting issue. Fifteen kids were bullying one kid. Another kid tried to break it up, and they killed him. And even after he lied dead on the ground, they continued to stomp on him. There's something really wrong with our society. And I won't make that a racial issue. This is a human issue. This is a morality issue. And we, we just look at, at the people and how they just, uh, they're, they're just lost. People are lost. They don't have hope. Let me give you some stats and we'll link this to lack of hope. 65% live paycheck to paycheck, and it's getting worse. 82% have dipped into their savings. We have over a trillion dollars of credit card debt. It's not that people are being extravagant. They're buying food. They're buying food. I'm old enough to remember going into the grocery store, and the only thing you could do was, unless you kept those stamp books that my mom did, and my wife does. <laughs> I guess I married my mom's substitute, right? maybe Freud was right. But other than the stamp books, I remember going in and you could only pay cash or you could write a check, but you had to have the bank card and all that stuff. Okay. But there was no credit cards. Now at a necessity in the modern era, it's all credit card driven. And here are the cashiers. I, I, I was um, in a store, a grocery store the other night, you know, I was buying some stuff on the way home and um, everything was automated. And I asked this lady, I said, I don't really want to deal with this. 
and I need some cash back. I'm going to use my card. It was debit, though, by the way, folks, not credit. And I asked these ladies, I said, could I get one of you possibly to check me out, please? And we're close to closing time. And they were very, very nice. And this lady was so wonderfully friendly. And then I asked her, I said, um, you know, I look at all the automation here. Do you worry about AI coming in? She goes, we talk about this a lot. And she said, we've already been told that half of us won't be here next year. How does that make people feel? Life is not fair. And, um, you, you know, Americans got lulled into a false sense of security. We trusted our government without reason or call. You should never trust a government because inside every government are people that want power over you. Not all. And if your government's good and the people are active, then the government is restrained from taking away political rights or civil rights from its citizens. It's disappearing in America. Nikki Haley said today, and I believe she's going to be the Republican candidate if Trump is uh, taken out legally. But Nikki Haley said today, we need to register everybody on the Internet. It's a national security issue. So we got to be a police state, Nikki. Right. So we got to register everyone on the Internet. We got to make sure that it's civil. Who gets to decide what's civil? And by the way, she's a prostitute for the military industrial complex. Oh, I went through. She was on the board of Boeing, got $300,000. And this is when she was a government official. And her husband's tied into this crap, too. This is why she's a war hawk. She's a warmonger. I said tonight on a live stream about her, I said, um, and this just pisses me off. So it adds to my frustration. She said, uh, Israel doesn't need us. We need Israel. Well, there was a time that we did need Israel for first responders against invasion of Middle East oil supplies. Yeah. And and I support our alliance with Israel. I don't always agree with their leadership, especially Netanyahu. I think he's a terrible choice for a prime minister. But I support Israel. Um, I'd like to see something positive happen, though, in Gaza in terms of uh, how things are going. And I know Hamas is promoting this by using humans shields. I get that. I understand that. But, ladies and gentlemen, she said, we, I mean, they don't need us. We need them. Wait a minute. We need Israel? Hmm. Why do we have to give them $5 billion a year? So it just adds to the being pissed off, doesn't it? And then we hear about all these restrictions they want. You'll have no cars by 2030. Who the hell are you? And more people are actually calling for legitimate studies to support these programs with the sustainable developmental goals that Biden has adopted. And people are getting pissed about this. People hear about the bugs and they first thought it was a joke. Now they're worried because they see Bill Gates buying up all the farmland. People continue to grow in anger. Now, what would a civil war look like if it broke up? I don't know. I think it's group against group. I don't think it's a group against the government. I think it'll be the Jews here or the Palestinians here and march off 20 paces and 300,000 people on each side go at it. That's my fear. And I, I look at it where it's not going to be safe for CEOs of corporations and banks to go out in public. Um, and, and also, too, you got a Congress facing off against each other, 
blows exchanged, assaults delivered. Um, this is nuts. You know, the title for this was almost. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Congress needs bodyguards from each other. It's true. Are we headed to civil war? I'd like to know what you think. What would that war look like? I couldn't even begin to talk about it, but what I do know is the acorn could be two groups facing off that don't like each other and it spreads and then it shows up in other cities and it spreads and then all of a sudden it morphs into something else and now you got real serious issues and now millions of people are attached to either side that's when the crap starts and we got to worry be worried when our people in congress are fighting against each other 
we have to be extremely concerned about how far this will go. And what's Congress' obligation to the country? Aren't they supposed to set the tone for civil debate, civil discourse, not threatening people? I mean, Senator Mullen, you were full of crap. This guy was an absolute thug from the Teamsters. I agree with you. But you acted like he did. And you showed every kid in America, this is how senators act. And why should they trust you? These people, the young people today, when I talk to, to the to the Gen Zers, they don't give a crap. They hate this government. They hate the politicians. They want nothing to do with it. And I'll tell you, if they don't, they're not left alone. If they start drafting these kids, there's going to be trouble there, too. And it's going to be worse than the hippies and the draft protests. So I just thought I would come on here and I thought I would share this with you. Where do you see this going? How do you see it ending? People say, well, David, it'll just become a racial civil war. And Charles Manson was right. I remember Helter Skelter. Remember that with Charles Manson? I don't think so. I mean, I think that there's embittered feelings with a small set of the population of, say, black people versus white people and vice versa. But I think most people don't feel that way. I encounter people who aren't like me every day of my life, and they're just fine. Met their families. They're just fine. They have the same issues we do. We have a lot more in common than we don't. I hear this a lot, and I see it a lot. And besides, the way the state of the country is today, most people don't have the time to be a bigot. I don't think it's going to be between the races. I'll make an exception, though. I will say this. Palestinian supporters, Israel supporters, I think that's a powder keg. But aside from that, no, it's not going to go racial. It's going to be ideology. And it's coming. And I wished I had the skills to stop it. Because once it starts, this country will never be the same. Well, that's it for the Common Sense Show. Please share this far and wide. Thumbs up. Like us. Make sure you really give us a good look at the thecommonsenseshow.tv for the very best in investigative reporting. And it is good. Five-star ratings, censorship-free, commercial-free. The TV. We'll see you over there. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping 
And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.